So, you really want to know what women do, say and think the way that we do, huh? Well, fasten your seatbelts and let's get... She said what? Started with your host, Alan Newman Jr. Good evening, good evening, happy hump day, happy Wednesday, of course, it's your host, Alan M. Newman Jr., for tonight's episode of She Said What? In case you're wondering what you tuned into or if you're listening to a replay of this episode, let me tell you what it's all about. This show is geared to help bridge the gap in communication between both men and women. So this platform is for our female guests to come in and tell us how it really is raw and rugged from their perspective. Uh, we are also currently running a promo special on ads and commercials through the month of September. You can inquire on more information by sending your email to ads at he said what network.com. You can also subscribe to the network's YouTube channel by searching He Said What Radio Network. You can also follow us on Instagram at He Said What Network and Newman underscore junior underscore 2.0. Um, for you to call in and ask any questions or interact with us, you can call in at 515 515- 602-9647, and press the number one so we can bring you on the air. Also, if you're streaming live from our He Said What Network, just type in your questions or comments, and we will read there. Um, and without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce my guest today for tonight's topic, which is communication, handling, asking, and answering tough questions with my guest, Anastasia. How are you doing on today, Anastasia? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Alan. Awesome, awesome. It is a pleasure to have you here on the show tonight. This is a very peculiar topic uh, that we have tonight, and I've been kind of picking my brain because it it can be very broad. Um, But Mm -hmm. I'll kind of start it off this way. Um, Are there any questions that are off limits when you're in a relationship? Uh, Um... Sorry, that's a good question. Um, well, I'd like to think that my partner and I are, we're really open with each other and we're really cool, chill. But probably if, I think to do with like sex and intimate things, mm-hmm. probably don't ask for too much detail, pretty much. Okay, okay. So it's it's one of those, whatever, like their past or anything, we're together, you're not really concerned about their past or past experiences? I think it's important to know because Mm -hmm. it can explain certain things about a person, but Mm -hmm. you don't judge them based on that. You accept them for who they are, who they used to be, and what was going on with them, and then you see how it flows into their current state of being. I don't know if that makes sense. No, no, no. I I completely get what you're saying. Um, And that makes 100% sense to me as well. Um, Have there been, either in your current relationship or past relationships, have you ever had a situation where you wanted to know something, but your partner wasn't as forthcoming or as comfortable with answering it? Um, and if so, how did you get around that? Because I know in a lot of relationships, we want to let our partners know that we tr- you, they can trust us with like pretty much anything. But we all know that sometimes we have that one thing that we really don't want to have our partner know or really elaborate on. Mm. 
I'd say that I'd say my current relationship we had a moment about that Mm -hmm. but as we grew more comfortable with each other and as we got to know each other more and became stronger with each other he would eventually tell me things that he wasn't comfortable um, in the beginning to tell me it's really about you give time. I'm I'm a very much a believer in you don't people are like oyster shells. You try to crank that open, you're just gonna destroy it or it's gonna crack, break your tools. If you give it time and you let it open naturally, it will be the most beautiful thing, even if it's a really hard topic to talk about. Okay, okay, that that makes sense. That actually makes sense. Um, now, in in your opinion, when it comes to asking the hard questions in a relationship, do you feel like women are more forthcoming, or men, or do you think it's it's just depending on the person? Mm, that's good. That's a good. That's a good question. Um, I'd say it's a, Sometimes it can depend on the person. Sometimes women can be more inquisitive, and that sort of mm-hmm. co-interacts with the fact that men sometimes feel like they can't talk about themselves or things that they might have had in the past that hurt them. But sometimes you have men who are completely opposite. Like they're just some men can be like far away, um, mm-hmm. and some women can be like, I don't want to talk about that. So it's like. It's like with everyone, there's different sides, different things that they would be comfortable talking about, but everyone's different. Yeah, that that is true, because I can kind of um, go from personal experience for me. I'm pretty much an open book. It takes a lot for me not to feel comfortable to talk about stuff, but I also understand, like, in today's society with, like, dating and stuff, like, you do have a lot of men who are, like, they keep stuff close to the hip especially if anything that could be traumatic because, of course, in the dating stage now, we're telling everybody, like, you need to make sure you know this, this, this about a person. And not everyone's going to be as comfortable as giving that information right off as somebody else would be. Um, I especially have known from my experience those who probably didn't have a lot of traumatic experiences in relationships are more prone to be open than someone who dealt with, like, some very serious traumatic stuff on the relationship spectrum for them. Um, but can you think, um, Anastasia, of some reasons why you think a man might not be able to talk about certain things? Like he can talk about this, but he won't talk about that. Uh, I, I need to stop saying I'm like that. It sounds <laughs> like I'm saying something else. I would say that sex Sex is like an ACDC song. Sometimes you get into mm-hmm. it straight away. Sometimes you need just to wait a bit for the rhythm to get there. And sometimes it's just full guns blazing and you want to talk all about it because you want to have it. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to sex, sex is... Some people it's easy, some people it's not. Some people need the rhythm. And some people just don't feel comfortable with it at all. And it's sort of 
because it's such a physical thing, you can often sort of talk about it more easily than, say, like your emotional or mental health or anything to do with that mm-hmm. as well. Or just anything like, I mean, you could have had a shit day at work and <laughs> so I'm, not, I'm not sure about my life there or not. Um, but if you've had like a really bad day at work, if you really just don't want to talk about it right now, you can give it a day or so and then you can talk about it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, with that, um, Anastasia, do you think society plays a role in us being wired that way where it's easier for us to talk about sex and then when it's other topics we're very tentative about going, diving in that area? I'd say society would excuse me, sorry. Uh, society would definitely have no, a way of, of affecting that um, because with the sort of conversations and the way that society views um, or I should say values certain aspects of the body, I think when there is such a strong focus on like, say the image and the body, you don't someone might say, I've got the perfect outside, but let's really not mm-hmm. talk about the inside because that is as fragile as a porcelain doll and I don't want mm-hmm. to disturb it because it might break and I could never and I may and the person might feel like they could never put it back together again but and and so like that's I don't know that's just sort of the metaphor that just came out of that question and that can apply to both uh, men and women and people who identify as male and female and anyone really True, true. Um, and and I think it's it's very interesting that you actually mentioned that because, yeah, it seems like when sex is mentioned, everybody everybody wants to talk about it. Everyone wants to be a part of that conversation. And then when we turn around to, well, let's, let's get into the, the deep parts of why you're this way or what makes you trigger and stuff like that, you stand, and like you said, it works on both, both ends of the spectrum, men and women. Um, people become more tentative when it comes to talking about stuff like that. Um, but for in your experience, Anastasia, um, mm. when you wanted to ask the tough questions with a significant other or someone you were talking about, um, how did you approach that subject? Did you wait for like that perfect moment or was it just like, hey, you know what, I kind of want to see what they're going to say. Let me ask this question and see what they say. Hmm. I think when it boils down to it, I'm, like I mentioned before, I'm very much a time-based person. So you can do a lot of damage if you push and push and push. It's like that, um, the same, um, if you poke a bear with a stick. Uh, If someone's not ready to talk about that question or the topic or whatever it is that they're sort of hiding in their cave about, Mm-hmm. In a relationship, you can't really go on to poke that bear with a stick with it because you could either push the person away from you and then they won't want to talk to you about it ever and then eventually they may not want to talk about 
and seeing the view and then they may not want to be with you. But if you, I'm just going with the metaphor, if you just sort of, I don't know, leave them alone and then occasionally, you know, offer a honeypot and just leave it and just wait for them to come out to you, um, come out of the cave to talk to you, um, make it really sort of chill and friendly. It's it's a more sensitive, more caring way. Because I'd rather someone talk to me about something when they're not in crisis mode, which is when they want to go into their cave and hide. Okay, okay. I, I, I like that mindset. And, and for those who are listening in tonight on She Said What, we are talking about communication, handling, asking, and answering tough questions with my guest, Anastasia. Uh, you can call in at 515-602-9647, press the number one, and we'll bring you on the air so you can actually uh, dialogue with us or ask any questions or give any thoughts and opinions that you have as well. Now, um, Anastasia, being, I know it's different for men and women, because um, mm-hmm. right now we're in a time where everyone is always saying you got to create a safe space for somebody, create a safe space for someone to be able to interact and be open and honest with you. How do you handle if you created a safe space, but they still are not comfortable enough to be honest about, some, for example, you may ask them, oh, well, what happened with your last relationship or why you got divorced or anything like that, and they mm-hmm. might be really close to the hip with it, and, and you're not asking them during, like, a traumatic episode. Like, you're, you might ask them that question during a chill mode, um, and they may not answer it. So is there ever an instance where you might just leave it alone permanently and never breach that subject again when you notice how they respond to you? I was just going to say, yeah. Look, this, going back to the metaphor with the bear in the cave, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd rather they come talk to me about it when they feel they can. I'd rather them do that and then... Because sometimes, sometimes you could start a relationship and you might want to tackle all the issues in, like, the, I don't know, the first month, which to me is, like, crazy. Because um, it takes a while <laughs> to, to get into a relationship and to make it really nice. And I think... If someone is super sensitive about a topic, I would just drop it completely and say, look, I'm here for you when you don't want to talk about that. I don't care how long it takes. You come to me when you want to talk about that. Not in the sense of I'm going to abandon you and abandon this relationship, but I'm here for you. I'm just going to sit outside the cave, take a little walk by the river, and when you want to come join me and talk about it, be my best. Be my guest. When you want your best. That, that was a weird combination, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, but, but I understand completely. And if I'm not mistaken, Anastasia, while I was listening to your answer, you are from the UK, correct? Uh, no, I'm actually from Australia. Oh, even even better because I'm listening <laughs> to your answer, and I'm I'm trying to like in my head I'm thinking about it from how we as Americans interact dating, and then how it is for you guys when it interacts dating because like the answers you're giving, 
I'm going to be honest. Those aren't answers that I've actually heard, like, people from the U.S. give. Like, literally in the U.S., people are like, no, you need to be an open book. You need to be willing to tell them any and everything. And from, from what I'm getting from you, your perspective is like, nope, there's a time and a place for everything. Give them a chance to open up to you. I'm not going to push the issue. Am, am I reading that correctly? Definitely. And I think it's, I think it's just my heritage, actually. Heritage, actually. Because okay. Okay. although I was I was born in Australia, um, I'm from a uh, so I've got dual parents. Um, okay. So one of my, my one of my parents is from New Zealand, and one of my parents Ooh, is from okay. Greece. So you can sort of see how that's sort of a very like Greece. Oh, they're both New Zealand, Greece, are beautiful countries. You just look at the photos and you're like, yeah, that is definitely why they shot Lord of the Rings in New Zealand. And that is why they shot Mamma Mia in Greece. Uh, mm-hmm. Skopelos, mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. Um, which is uh, close to someone in my parents' life. So it's quite cool. Um, <laughs> but they're both, the countries there, the people there are just different. They're very, where my, where my answers come from, that's very close to the philosophy of both of those countries. And and in Australia, it's very casual, I'd say. Um, we're very sometimes we can be very open. Of course, you've got people from all those countries who can be like just straight dickheads. But <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's like I like to believe that my parents, they, you know, influence. Parents influence children in the way that they bring them up. So I was brought up um, very differently by both parents. And I think coming together, that's how I sort of formed these ways of being. Because in both my family, like there's not a lot of... It's sort of like you can give... Uh, so you've got the lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. And then you've got, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you so much rope that you can hang yourself and make your own decisions and face your own consequences. And you have to make your own decisions and then come back to, from that. So I wouldn't say that's my exact approach in relationships, but <laughs> I know that you give... You have to give people their time and their space because I'm kind of the person that I'm cool with being around people. I love people. Then again, there are just certain people that <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be around them. Or if I do, I need to give myself some space um, from them. And so I sort of take that approach in my relationships. Like, my dude, my man, he he's a wonderful beautiful person. He works at a very stressful but rewarding job. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm going to give you your space because you need your space. And it's sort of connecting into astrology a bit because mm-hmm. certain signs need space. For example, mm-hmm. if you've got like a, if your moon's an air sign, like an Aquarius or a Gemini or Libra, you actually do mm-hmm need space from other people, otherwise you're going to lose your mind. <laughs> so, 
I only discovered that recently, but I was doing that um, sort of instinctively for him. I think that's sort oh, of a good okay. way to illustrate it. Okay, okay. That that is actually amazing. That that is amazing, amazing, and and, and I like you give such a different perspective um, compared to like here in the U.S. and then how you came up. Because um, I do feel like sometimes how you raise does kind of assist um, how you handle relationships or how you interact in relationships. Um, Definitely. And, and with that being, yeah, and, and with that being said, Anastasia. Um, are there any, is there anything that you would never um, or you may not want to ask when first getting to know someone? Because, you know, of course, everyone has their little blueprint. I'm going to ask this. I'm going to ask this to get to know them. But is there something that you would never ask off the bat when you're first getting to know somebody? That's that's very good. I'm just thinking about my answer now because it's a very, <laughs> I'm very Gosh, huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> how do I say this? I'm jumping back to astrology. I'm an Aquarius. Uh, I'm an Aries. Also, okay. we're very like he kind of <laughs> got from the straight away that kind of like fire, fire, fire. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, but at the same time, I'm very much I care deeply. So I'm gonna. Pers- I'm very much the pursuer, the hunter, if you will. Mm, so okay. I, I, I need someone to chase, and um, you could say wow, the other okay. thing, like the Joker from from the Dark Knight. I'm like a dog chasing cars. I don't know what I'd do if I call uh-huh. one. Um, mm-hmm. If I do that, uh, I, I chase. I like the chase. Okay. Um, but when I do catch them as you sort of should say, when they, it's more like when they um, when they accept that, that when they decide to come there, reciprocate, that's the word, um, reciprocate, um, that's when it's, the chasing doesn't stop, but it becomes more subdued because I'm satisfied. I've got my prize, what I've been, what I've been mm-hmm. wanting. And then it's just, I sort of begin, I want, uh, uh, (laughs) it's a bit bit conflicting actually. I like to know everything about them, but if there are things, like sort of, if we we talk like layers, so you've got the tipsy iceberg, which is like, what are all your favorite things? because if I know these things, I can make you happy with these things on a, on a sort of superficial level. Um, and then as you get deeper, more into the relationship, it sort of gets um, sort of lower. So it's like, how do you like this? Or what's about this? But when it becomes down to the serious stuff, because I tend to go... <laughs> Deep and meaningful. Like we get, we when you when I start talking, like we go from like super light to we we can get to deep and meaningful quite quickly. Because I'm I'm just like that. Um, and once we get the deep and meaningful, that's that's when the, the stuff starts rising. 
like if you start digging. But I I don't want to find out. I don't want to push you to find out if it hurts you. If it hurts you and like you like you know when someone's when you hit in something that's really hard to talk about and tough and I don't want to push that because I want I'd say I want harmony in relationships. Of course there's always there's possibly gonna be conflict at some point or another, but I'd rather not have that conflict straight away. I'd rather we talk about what you're comfortable talking about. We do what you're comfortable doing and then I just wait. Um, until they're okay. comfortable talking about it. Okay, okay. Have, have you ever had an instance, Anastasia, when being like that, that you sometimes felt like it was taking them too long? Or with your personality, just like, when they're ready, they're ready? Point blank. Um, time frames, time frames. Um, I'm trying, to, trying to put it into a really objective kind of time frame. Mm-hmm. I think you I'd say if you've probed too deeply and they're hurting I would give them I can't really say an exact time because I would just give them hell of a long they need but if I had to put like a very sort of time frame I'd say possibly within six months to a year, I can wait a very long time. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they, okay, okay. They, they, they will eventually, once they know that I'm not there to hurt them, that I'm not there to take advantage or use and abuse, they will usually open up to me about whatever it is okay. within maybe three months to a year. Oh, so you give you give ample time. You, you oh, definitely yeah. give ample time. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to give an apple tree time to grow into an apple tree. Mm-hmm. If you don't, it's going to be not great apples. It's going to be a sapling that never grows. That's just sad. Mm-hmm. No, exactly, exactly. And and Anastasia, before we cut to our commercial um, break. Um, I want to. I have one final question for you. Um, mm. How how do you handle a situation where you may know that answer, yet your partner lies to you instead of being honest? Have you ever had that happen? And if so, if not, how would you handle it, or how did you handle it? Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's happened to me, or if it has, or if I've done it. Um, it's either like a little white lie or it's a lie that you say because you yourself can't process it because you are conflicted. Um, hmm. And white lies are fine if you... every Within every lie, there is a grain of truth, right? Mm-hmm. True. Because, yep, that's what makes a great lie. A little bit of the truth. I, I have taken that from um, the movie Allied. 
because that's a very good movie about relationships. But it is the truth. When you want to make a story or when you want to make a lie, you have to have an element of truth because it connects. But that's not the point of life, but the point of protecting yourself if you are unable <laughs> to talk about what you're talking about. Um, yeah, and I'd say if that person doesn't piss me off straight away with what they've said, they're going to be okay to come to me later. But if you straight up piss me off, um, I'm not a great person to be around when I'm pissed. So I would try to be nice, but there's certain times when you just have to back off and let them come to you because there's no point. I'll take this directly from my mum. There's no point. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the kind of she's a Scorpio, and my dad's a Libra. Mm-hmm. So okay, <laughs> okay, okay. When I when I would piss my mum off she would be like, you need to give you some space. And then about like a day later or a couple of hours later, she would be like, you need to give me this space because unfortunately you're just like your dad in terms of you push, 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 push for the answers. And she's just backing up into the corner, getting her pincers and tail ready to make you back off. So that's where I keep, that's where I get the um, the time concept from mm-hmm. because there's no point pushing if they're going to come to you in your own time especially if it's about something that they feel like they've had to lie to you about yeah mm-hmm. hey Anastasia yes yes sorry I'm still here oh okay no you're fine I think I think my head head went out no you're good Excellent. So that that that's a that's a good. We'll, we're going to touch back back on that. So I'm going to hold on. So we're going okay. to go to our break, um, and then we'll be back because we'll kick you back off of what you just said. So we're going to cut the break, and then we'll be back for the conclusion of she said what. Excellent. Sounds good. <laughs>
What's up? This one Mike from Simply Sports, and you're tuned in to the He Said What Radio Network. Support of people of color begins with support by people of color. Introducing Melanin People. Melanin People is a new, innovative new social media platform people of color from all around the world. It's a place for us to interact, showcase our talents, express our passions, share our cultures, and do business, both locally and internationally. Download the Melanin People mobile app now, connecting people of color. Welcome back to She Said What. Of course, I'm your host, Alan Newman Jr., and on tonight, we are talking about communication, handling, asking, answering tough questions with my guest, Anastasia. If you have any questions or comments, you can call in at 515 515- 602-9647 and press the number one. If you are live streaming from our He Said What Network, just type in your question or comment and we will answer that for you. While we was actually on the break, Anastasia, Anastasia someone actually did have a question. Um, they wanted to know, how do you deal with someone whose answers seem more calculated instead of authentic? Ooh. That depends on what they think giving you of themselves. Okay, when I when I when I say it like that. Mm-hmm. Um how have they so sometimes people feel like they have to fabricate or create a personality or parts of themselves, not necessarily a whole that because they can't be themselves authentically and they're afraid that you may not accept them for who they are um, if they're not this sort of polished version of themselves. I don't know if that helps or not with the question. No, no, it it, it does. I, I like that answer. Have you ever had, because I can tell you're very analytical, um, have you ever had a instance where you caught yourself not being 100% authentic when answering a question for your significant other? Mm. Uh, that's, that's a good question. <laughs> I, like to, I like to think that I'm very authentic mm-hmm. and um, I don't give 
a lot of stuff that doesn't matter. I'm very, like, open and honest. But I do remember there was a time... This is going to going back to the previous question, actually, where mm-hmm. sometimes... It was to do with the previous relationship, actually. Um, mm-hmm. At a point where I didn't know how I felt about the two of them. Mm-hmm. So previous... Uh, current and previous. And so, you know, you'd wake up and you'd have this, like, awful nightmare <laughs> about the previous. Um, mm-hmm. And then you're like, but I'm so settled with my current. Like, I don't, why is this happening? And, like, your brain goes sideways. Um, oh, okay. And, and then it's like, well, why is my heart doing this to me when I know I'm good with my current, <laughs> and and it, you sort of have to find a way to not disconnect between your brain and your heart because sometimes that's just too hard. Um, but you have to figure out because sometimes it can be your mind uh, being intrusive because. You know, this person, the first one, they were the first one, but the Mm -hmm. second one is much, much, it's it's the better, the one, sort of, sort of, (laughs) Um, if I were to put it like that, because it's true. No, we we appreciate the honesty, Anastasia. We definitely appreciate it because I I do truly believe that sometimes we don't think about the some the way we answer or don't answer some questions, um, and it can be detrimental for for your relationship because um, some people are very analytical, um, and some people are very calculated with their questions. Like some people are asked a certain question where you kind of already feel, you already know what the answer is going to be, but you kind of want to see what the person is going to say. And I think when you're in the dating and talking stage, that happens a lot. Um, People ask uh, ask a certain question, and then if you don't answer it the way they believe you should be answering it, that could probably either make or break the connection you're attempting to have with somebody. Um, So it's it's very interesting when you're talking because we're we're not all the same people. We don't all think the same. Um, but it's interesting. I feel like it's an elaborate game of chess because you're trying to think ahead of what the person is asking you, and yeah. you're like, I need to make that make that good impression. So how am I going to actually answer this question? Um, so it's, it's very interesting. Um, now, when it comes to talking, Anastasia, and a gentleman yeah. getting to know you, um, for for you, is there is there a certain way that you would want a man to approach you, or is there certain questions you are more open to than others when a man is approaching you to get to know you and possibly want to take you on a date and see where it goes from there? Are we talking specifically questions as in, like, over, over food or uh, You know, it, it depends. It, it depends. I, I would say maybe over food, like, and not like the little, you know, what's your favorite color kind of questions, like calculated questions on about yourself and 
that will pertain to what they would like to know to see if you're like a fit together. Mm, well, therein, therein lies the problem. Food is very important, so you have to be very. <laughs> I, I, I like my food. Uh, we have a there's a sort of a funny thing for that. Um, my partner and I were at the movies uh, probably a couple of months mm-hmm. ago, and we were watching Fast and Furious Nine F Nine because oh, yeah, um, the best. So uh, one of my work, one of my one of my men's work colleagues was actually in the same situation with their partner and this is probably going to give you an indication but um, we were sitting there we'd gone next to a movie we'd ordered food because in Australia I don't know if you have it in America in Australia some cinemas offer you like you can order food and they bring it to you in the cinema so we're sitting there we're waiting we're watching and (laughs) She she mentioned it to him later on at work, like a couple of days later. She's like, "Oh, you guys don't feed each other with food romantically, you, um, like we do." And I'm like, and he's like, "Yeah, it's because food is important." Like we, so we had a meal. We demolished that burgers, chips. We demolished that while watching Fast and Furious Nine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so food is very very important. So if you want to ask me questions. You have to ask me questions before the food arrives, or after we've eaten, because mm. I'm not going to pay much attention to you while the food is there. Okay, okay. You know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe your American counterparts need to listen about that, because the ladies be debating if they should eat their food or not on a date. Ladies, eat your food. Eat your food. Our fellas get your questions before she eats your food, basically. Because <laughs> it, it also depends. If you're really, really hungry, you can't concentrate. But if you're satiated, you're comfortable, you're relaxed, yeah, you're going to be all right with asking questions. That is true. That is true. They definitely say if you can get somebody to eat and get it makes them comfortable, you can probably get any answer um, to any of the questions that you're looking for. Yeah, and then when the topics just sort of change, like say you're on a date and you you just you want to get past food, get past the questions, because they're not the most important thing on your mind at that point in time. You definitely have to get the questions done before that. Gotcha. I'm gonna keep that in mind definitely. <laughs> um, we actually have we, <laughs> we actually have another question. Um, from um, someone listening in, Anastasia, um, yeah. their question to you, is there anything that upsets you? Um, you seem very smooth and carefree. That upsets me? Mm-hmm. Uh, straight off the bat, bullying. Yes. Oh, okay. I despise bullies. And because I was bullied in, in primary school mm-hmm. and high school and all that mm-hmm. through. Okay. Um, Got you. Okay. I I don't know if it's my sense of justice, but I going back to astrology a bit, Asil. Um, but mm-hmm. I I love like a Scorpio. Um, so um, if someone is annoying or hurting my man, mm-hmm. he'll tell me about it, and the rage will just rise while he's talking. Oh wow! So, okay. And it doesn't matter if you're my partner, 
if you're my family, you're my friends, someone I know, that I care about deeply, I won't do anything. But I will give the impression that if you need me to, I will. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, 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 I like that answer, though. It's, it's something about having someone that will have your back. So I, I appreciate that answer. I definitely appreciate that answer. Um, cause that's a lot of people need that. A lot of people need that. Um, yeah. now uh, another question we have, um, actually from someone typing in, um, Anastasia is, yes. uh, they would like to know why would someone avoid telling the truth to begin with? This, oh, Especially in the earlier, earlier stages of like the, the talking or dating phase. That it's a little bit of a delicate situation. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, uh, let's have a few hypotheses or situations. Uh, mm-hmm. Say situation one. They were in a previous relationship with someone who emotionally abused them, and they were made to feel like they couldn't be honest because if they were honest it would be the wrong question and they would be punished uh, situation two um, they were brought up in a family where everything they said was right and they still got punished Ah, okay. And situation three, they... Sometimes people just feel like lying because, I don't know, they don't want to be there or they're bored or they're afraid or they're... (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I'm just sort of... Um, no, no, you're fine. I've I've never personally met Situation 3, so I was just trying to be in that mode of, like, what would they do in that situation? Um, I was going to say a player, but sometimes people are players for a reason, because they don't want to get hurt. Uh, you know, they want to build a wall, put themselves in the cotton wall. So, oh, actually, Electra Heart... Um, Wrap my wrap my life in uh, wrap wrap my life in bubble gum, waiting for my heart to start. That's not how the lyric goes. Oh, wrap my heart in plastic wrap and wait for my life to start. One of those. Uh, they're afraid oh, okay, of being okay. hurt, so they lie to begin with because they can. That that album itself is a very good example of using deception. It's by Marina. She's a Welsh Greek artist. And that whole album was about her um, feeling through her feelings about um, using deception and that to keep herself safe of being afraid of love. So, yeah, it's a big identity one. Got you. Okay, okay. And interesting, interesting analogy and perspective. 
Um, and actually, we have one final question for you, Anastasia, um, that okay. someone actually typed. Um, and their question is, would you be offended if a guy you asked you how, eh, let me read his question correctly. Would you be offended if a guy asked you how many sexual partners you have had? Oh, uh, that's, I'm a bit of a different, oh, <laughs> that's a very interesting because if, if I'm honest, I've only ever had two, well, three, but I don't okay. know if that counts. So, um, <laughs> um, so I think it depends because. Sometimes, like, I know there's a thing that if you, if people say how many they have, people might be like, oh, that's a lot. Um, and therefore, she must be a someone. Um, but then again, you can have guys like that too, but they, they see it as uh, like a, like a accomplishment. But then again, you have mm-hmm. women who can be like, yeah, I've done this. I'm a, I, uh, I don't know what this term actually means, but a girl boss. You might be like, oh, yeah, I, I'm totally independent. Um, I just have guys whenever I want because I like the power it gives me. And then you have guys who can be like that too. Personally, I don't know. I wouldn't ask, but if someone told me, I would just probably give them a look and be like, oh, I don't know. It's not really a business, is it? Although I've just said it, over mine is so I don't really care. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's very interesting because, like you said, I think it depends on who who you talk to, because um, some people are super open about mm. their sexual escapades, and then other people, like you said, are kind of closed mouth so they don't want to um, be judged or looked at a certain way. Um, when it when it comes to that, so it's very interesting because I feel like that's a topic. I don't know how so in like Australia, but I do know here in the U.S. that tends to always be like a very big topic that people are quick to ask, like, "Oh, what's your body count?" or "How many you been?" And people mm-hmm. look like it's either not your business or you need to stop being nosy. <laughs> but yeah, honesty is the big thing because like like we're we're in a public forum right now and I've just said what I've said <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, I mean I don't it, it, if you're closed mouth about it it doesn't matter as long as your partner appreciates it or partners like say if you're polyamorous um, if you're a polyamorous and you are um, the one like say, say, say you're someone who's open about being sexual because mm-hmm. people can be sexual beings. People can be asexual beings. Um, I think, <laughs> this is a funny thing, but like, I like ACDC music. I like their music. Okay. Because a- mm-hmm. ACDC, I don't know if you've heard of the, the they have, you know, their songs are an Iron, Iron Man, Shoot the Thrill. Uh-huh. Okay. All the songs are very, so I think a quote from one of the boys in the band was, or maybe it's my own, that they're for people who like to have fun. They like to have sex. They like to have fun. 
they're like party songs, but they're not like um, party rock anthem by Alan Maffeo. Like they're the kind of songs. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. They're like, mm-hmm. like shoot the thrill, wait again. <laughs> too many women and too many pills. Yeah, sort of like it's about rock and roll, rock and roll purely. And I think mm-hmm. that's what people's relationship to sex can be like, you know. Rock and roll was blocked. Rock and roll. They tried mm-hmm. to cancel that so many times, but rock and roll can never die. And I think that's what it's like with sex mm. and people. Because some people like it, some people hate it, some people have a troubled relationship with it. But overall, they either find a way to enjoy themselves, reconcile the way they feel about it, or some people are asexual and don't want to touch it with basketball. And that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. I definitely appreciate that per, uh, perspective um, in regards to that, because, yeah, sex is definitely like rock and roll. Uh, with that being said, Anastasia, definitely I want to, first of all, thank you for being a part of She Said What. We appreciate you being on here for tonight's episode where we talked about communication, handling, asking, answering tough questions. Well, thank you uh, so much for having me. Oh, no problem. Before we let you go... Please let our listeners know how they can follow you on social media and any future or current projects that you have in the working. Okay. Um, well, all my all my social media is under my name, as it's on the show, Anastasia C. Kalukas. And okay. I have a couple of film projects coming up that some were delayed uh, due to the pandemic. We went to film one in September, for example. Didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> Um, so there, so it's mostly sort of short films I'm involved with. Um, you can see most of them on David Black's channel, which is under Darvis Black, D-A-R-V-I-S, Black, like the colour. Um, and, um, I am involved in a TV show and other related short films, but they're still in the pre-production. Stage, so they're still being written and planned and so I don't know how long those will be away but they're definitely something to look forward to in the future yeah. okay awesome awesome so listeners you guys did hear how you can follow her um, of course um, it's based it's on her first and last name that we have on the flyer so definitely patronize her and follow her on all the social media that you currently follow once again, Anastasia, I want to thank you again for being a part of She Said What. All right. Thank you so much, Alan. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Pleasure was all mine. Have guys, a great night. Um, I just want, thank Sorry. you. You too, Anastasia. No, you are fine. <laughs> um, I just want to remind everybody before we end, we are currently running a promo special on ads and commercials through the month of September. You can inquire on more information by sending your email to info at he said what network.com. You can subscribe to the network's YouTube channel by, by searching He Said What Radio uh, He Said What Network. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at He Said What Radio. I'm sorry, He Said What Network as well. And you can follow me on Instagram at Newman underscore Junior underscore 2.0. Also, just to piggyback the email address, um, if you want to inquire about doing a commercial, it's info at He Said What um, Network dot com. Um, and for the YouTube channel, it's He Said What Network, not radio, He Said What Network. Um, you can also go back to blogtalkradio.com 
um, backslash she said what and download today's episode in case you missed it or anything else. Also, you can find us on all music platforms like iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, and Apple Music, just to name a few. Also, to remind you, next week um, we will be back here for another episode of He She Said What, and the topic will be communication, handling relationships, let's talk. I feel like it's going to be a real good one. And I just want to remind everybody as well that on this Sunday, we have Let's Connect with P's Intuition at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On Monday, we have Simply Sports with One Mike, RG, and Simply Bree at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On Tuesdays, we, we have He Said What with the very lovely Bree and a guest um, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as well. I want you guys to enjoy your day and the rest of your Wednesday. Keep in mind, if you did not get a chance to listen to the show, please, please um, go online, um, like I said, to Pandora, iHeartRadio, and Spotify and Apple Music so that you can hear the replay. Have an amazing day. Be confident, committed, and consistent. And looking forward to talking to you guys on next Wednesday for the next episode of She Said What. Have a wonderful night, guys. Thank you for supporting the He Said What radio network. Please be sure to check out the website where you can find more of our shows on sports coverage, music showcases, and entertainment. Are you interested in giveaways? Sign up today to receive special members-only giveaways by visiting www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com now.